Hey, thanks so much for downloading the episode on the show today. We recap a little bit of Easter weekend, and also I have some thoughts about how I'm not letting producer Dub live his best life. This, plus I'm a hippie now, and some hugly and awkward moments. Thank you so much. Enjoy the show. It's another uncensored look at the world around you from sisters who will say just about anything to anyone at any time. It's the Uggs. Jamie? We were just drinking, you know, because that's what we do to celebrate Christ. Paula? I don't get it at all. Uncensored as always, it's time for the Ugly Truth. Welcome to the Ugly Truth. This is episode 365. We are Sisters Who Podcast. Yes, we are. So both of us are in eh moods today. I can mm-hmm. hear it in both of our voices. <laughs> mm-hmm. This is how I know. Daryl came up to me today. I was working on our outline. He came up to me this morning and he tried to kiss me. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> and he's like, um, I thought I would kiss you. And I'm like, you're interrupting me. He goes, excuse me. I said, I'm just trying to get this done. Okay. <laughs> if I could only have such problems. I know, but my point, oh, it could have been anything. It could have been a dog coming out to me, not the Daryl's dog, but I mean, anything could have approached me at that moment and be like, what are you doing? Get away from me. <laughs> I'll forever say Olivia doesn't give me options. She'll come out, start crying. Mom, I had a bad dream. And then she'll like cling to my body. And I'm just like, okay. <laughs> you know yes yes she's super you know i don't know if it's affectionate or just touchy or you know whatever it is she just she likes to touch (laughs) is she a stage five clinger paula she might be my stage five clinger could be i hope she's not like that in her adult age that would be weird well i think she's gonna be in a very affectionate type you know girlfriend or she's gonna make a great girlfriend she's gonna be so adorable and oh for sure funny and you know affectionate and probably not that smart and oh stop it (laughs) well i mean i don't mean like not that smart just you know kind of ditzy like chrissy snow she's probably gonna be just like me to be honest you know i make a cute girlfriend i'm nerdy and you know silly and i entertain boys but i have to you know what i had this very intense dream i woke up and then fell back asleep this morning which i hate it when i do Mm -hmm. that yeah because then you get weird dreams yeah very weird so i'm having pangs of guilt because i feel like and i've i've mentioned this to daryl a couple of times that I feel like I'm keeping him from being his true self because I'm always shitting on all of his stuff that he likes. Like what stuff? Like Star Wars and stuff. And so, I mean, it's superficial crap, not real stuff, you know. But I just feel like... How, how is he going to live his best life with Star Wars, Jamie? <laughs> I know. He, what is he going to become? A, a Klingon or whatever that is? Or I don't know. <laughs> I just... I hate... I don't... Hate is a strong term, but I can only tolerate so much before I, you know, at least he doesn't like geek out and like talks without taking breaths and stuff about it. But he really, truly does enjoy those things. So he was telling me something that somebody did and he was getting, I could hear it in his voice that he thought it was a really neat thing. Mm -hmm. And I said, in a million years, I would never do that. Mm -hmm. And I know that none of my children would want to do it either. And so he's like on an island by himself and he goes, well, I would never do it. And I said, okay, listen, this is the, like the third thing that we've had a discussion about in the last month where I shit on it and then you backtrack and go, well, I would never do it either. And I said, and I'm really starting to get concerned because I feel like, you know, me and a couple of the children were just like, we're too cool for that crap. (laughs) And, and you're just like, yeah, I, I would never do it either. And I said, I don't like that. 
It feels like it feels dishonest, and I'm why like, if you wa- why can't he just stand on his own two feet and be like, "Fuck he- you guys, I'm gonna, st- <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna do my thing. I'm gonna do Star Wars, and it's cool. You guys suck. I'm awesome." And so I, I said, I hate apologizing, thinking we're too cool for stuff. I said it's not that at all because there's a lot of people who like Star Wars or Dodge trucks or whatever it is, you know games you know i i don't even know it's just whatever and then so i said i just feel like you're not a lot being allowed to be your own self and if i feel bad about that and he's like no i mean he's not a pussy you know he he does the stuff but i just feel like we sh- you know incidentally shit on it not on purpose you know what i mean i'm not going out of mm-hmm. my way to make him change or anything but he said no that's not it at all and so anyway with that in mind i fell back asleep this morning and i woke up and i dreamt that i got daryl tickets to opening day of the star wars land at Disneyland and me and Malia took him and we got to go in before it officially opened and they said okay you guys have you know just a few minutes before we open the gates so you can explore everything and so we're in there and we lose sight of Malia but she's an adult so she's just like hey guys I'm stuck over here what are you guys doing I'm like um we're just looking at everything and I'm taking pictures of everything and Daryl it goes in and starts buying shit at the Star Wars store. I'm like, dude, why are you buying shit? Let's go. And so he gets on a ride by himself and he's all excited. <laughs> and then I woke up and I'm like, wow, I'm having serious guilt about not wanting to go to Star Wars land. Like, It's like I'm really struggling. Well, you it's should insane. because he went with you to freaking Comic-Con for God's sakes. I know. And we talked about that. And so I was like, all right, I guess I'm going to go to Star Wars land. That's part <laughs> of marriage. You got to do things that the other person wants to do that you absolutely have not jamie how many fucking times have i been to oklahoma i know that i did not want to go to paula you even wore a trucker's hat and wife beaters like you went all in you were all in on that because it's hot there and my hair went flat and my makeup fell off my face yeah i know i'm just saying there was sacrifices made Anyway, my point is, is that I think I'm, I woke up and said, all right, that's it. I'm going to Star Wars land and I'm going to just do it. I'm going to do it. I'm making the sacrifice. It's not like it won't be fun. It's just, you know, it's it's just just not not your idea fun. Exactly. So that was the resolution I came up with because I feel like I'm not allowing him to just be himself without making him feel like he's dumb and I don't want to do that. And I don't normally do that. So mm-hmm. yeah, maybe so. we're just being mean that day. I'm, I mean, every day it's just, it, it piles up at some point and I start to recognize what a bitch I am. <laughs> so I fix Jeez. it. I try to fix it. So he swears I'm not, but I don't know. Maybe he's just a glutton for punishment or something. Well, here's the thing. Stephanie and I have the same problem. We think a lot of really shitty things in our brain, but we don't act out on it or say anything. And so in our mind, we're really evil, but our actions and our words are not. I think that's where a lot of it comes from. I don't know. You say some pretty mean things, Jamie. I know, (laughs) but I say meaner things in my brain, so... I not to you not I don't think no, I understand that no I've said some pretty terrible things in my mind but (laughs) you know I just I try and be a partner you know and you know what look where that's gotten me (laughs) maybe I just start to be more of a nasty bitch and just be honest 
Well, that would be nice. You know what? That though? would be nice. I tried that too, and look where that got me. Yeah, but he was just a boy toy. That wasn't anything real of anything. You were just getting back on the horse, so to speak. Yeah. It was Easter this weekend, and you had, well, you tried to have some peace. Now, your children and your. Uh, and Victor went to do Easter with his family. Yes, I decided this were... year I was not doing Easter baskets. Ryan, out of all of the kids, was more disappointed because he was looking forward to the uh, candy. The candy. And there's mm-hmm. these particular Reese's pieces, like little corns that they sell. Oh, okay. <laughs> they look like little corns. They're plastic. Like it come in a little plastic baggie, but it's shaped like a corn. And I okay. get them every year. And so he was disappointed that, you know, there was no Easter baskets with those in there. Are you sure it wasn't meant to be a carrot? Oh, a carrot. Yes. I'm sorry. A <laughs> carrot. Whatever. Oh, it was some sort of vegetable. A vegetable. I and get it. so he was disappointed about that. But I'm like, Ryan, you're almost 14 years old. You know, I mean, let yeah. the dream die. And you know how I feel about Easter. It's like literally my least favorite holiday. I don't get it. I don't get it at all. If you're super religious, it's the Easter is not the thing. It's all the stuff surrounding the Easter thing. And I'm with you. We have never been Easter people. We have got we've gone to Easter lunches and dinners and all that crap. I don't think I have ever done an Easter basket in my entire life as a parent. And nobody seems to be suffering it's all right i've never been to an easter gathering you know especially like a religious one where it has not turned hypocritical like within moments yeah after saying amen so it's like it's like thanksgiving for spring or something i don't know i mean i made i made food and everything but well you know i did invite you but you're just like no i'm gonna be alone and i'm really happy about that and so i'm like okay that's cool yeah, I, I was pretty happy about it, actually. Yeah. I mean, it was just nice and quiet and nobody was doing anything. And it's I was, nice to not have noise sometimes. Yeah, I just really sat nice. there and uh, felt sorry for myself. So I was pretty OK with that. You know what? We all have those moments and it feels good to be able to just wallow in our pity. But I mean, I was dressed. I had makeup on. My hey. hair was, you know, washed. And well, there you go. So you were you're you were halfway there. It's fine. Yeah. Last week, not to completely change. So sorry. You knew what we did. We were just here drinking so you know because that's what we do to celebrate christ and um i'm like how is that different than any other (laughs) night (laughs) it's just hey that's not first of all that's not true but it was fun all the kids came by so that was really nice to have everybody here well kenzie she's like what do you want me for she's like your nest is full (laughs) i said not completely but anyway yes so all the kids were together and they were all giving me shit mackenzie called me a dirty republican you're not Republican. I know. I know. And I'm like, why am I a dirty Republican? We got in this big debate about the draft because when it, when a boy turns 18, by law, they have to register for the draft, even though it they don't institute it anymore. You still but have they to do register. have to enroll in selective service or selective so, service. That's yeah. correct. And there was a, a thought that all people who turn 18 have to register for the selective service. Oh, they were trying to implement women as well. Yes. And I said, I think that they wanted to do that, but they don't, they don't do that. I said, I don't even know what the rule is. Like if a woman wants to, she can or not. I'm not sure what that rule is, but I know that they can't, they don't require women to register when they turn 18. And so Paula said, well, I think it should be everyone or no one. And I said, yeah, I hear you. I said, but I don't know how that works. There's a lot of things that they require men to do in those positions that women may aren't necessarily 
qual- not skilled. I, I was trying to say it not sounding like an asshole. Mm-hmm. But sometimes there are things that the military will never have a woman do versus a male. And um, she was getting really mad about it. And she's well, like, they well, they have you- changed some of the rulings on that. They have. Absolutely. And I was telling her, I'm like, look, I am a woman. I know I'm capable of more than what the government says I can do. That's that's not what this is. I'm just giving you the reasons why I think they don't require women to do it. Uh, register. And she was just like, listen, she's like, stop being a dirty Republican. I'm like, I am not a fucking dirty Republican. Wash that statement out of your mouth. But I'm like, you know what? What is a family gathering if there isn't dialogue about politics, right? Well, I mean, (laughs) the thing about selective service is the reason originally was they were never going to send women to Vietnam. I mean, they needed the women to stay at home with the children. Right. And then they also needed them to run the manufacturing companies. And, well, in World know, War Two, and but, take up yeah. all the jobs, and that you know were not being done by the men. Keep and the home then, fires burning, man. Recently, it they uh, are starting to allow them in more combative uh, areas, like in infantry, right. whereas they didn't before. But yeah. um, you know, for Victor, he says that he doesn't agree with that mm. because you know just the male female dynamic, even if you're trained to just you know view a soldier as a soldier he says that male female dynamic sometimes will just override that and, and you're save and your nature is to just try and protect a woman yes and he and that's what i told her i told her that i said it's it's no one's fault it's just biology it's biology but it's and it's dangerous because it'll get people yes. killed well that and i said and think about how vulnerable a woman is should she be captured by an enemy versus a man Right. It's very different. And I'm like, you can't, you cannot argue with biology. And I'm not talking about women not being badass. We are fucking badass. But in but those the- weird situations, which are very unusual, they're not normal day to day. You have to consider all the options. You have to consider everything. And so I think when you're putting it down in that term, forcing women to register for the draft is not, it just, there's too much, there's too many variables, I think. Moving on, moving on from Easter weekend, um, m- quickly, Malia had her senior photo shoot. How'd that go? Oh, it was so fun. They treat them like models. So she had a makeup girl. She sat in a makeup chair. It was just like she had all of her, she brought all of her options of clothes that she wanted to be photographed in. And now for those people who don't live where we live, she, the photographer lives in Los Lagos. Which oh. is which is where Eddie Murphy used to live when he had a home here because I believe right. he was either married or dated a woman who lived here, so he bought a, a house here. Los Lagos is this gated community that is for it used to be ultra exclusive, ultra wealthy people. And what's what I didn't realize because I had never been there before is that it is super lush, tons of of beautiful greenery trees of all kinds field there's a field i mean it's mm-hmm. really beautiful i thought it was going to be like just mansion after mansion after uh-uh. mansion i've it's actually not. been inside there once oh okay so you know how beautiful it is there there's a waterfall it yeah it's and, so pretty and every house is unique none yes. of them look the same no they're all custom well house i should say mansion every mansion is different now the photographer her home is actually quite modest compared to the other homes mm-hmm. but it's gorgeous gorgeous i walked in and i said if i had if i had to choose any house in the world i would choose this one it's so pretty and it's not 
palatial. It's just that the colors are beautiful. She has dark hardwood floors and it's just so, and bright white. It's just so beautiful. And she's like, oh, thanks. But it's probably no bigger than mine. Really? It's, yeah. it's really pretty. Yeah. So we went and Malia got to bring a friend because Daryl and I actually, this was actually a rescheduled appointment. She had to reschedule because of the weather. So this was our second backup appointment. And so Daryl and I actually had dinner reservations. And so I couldn't stay for the entire thing. So Malia brought her friend so that she could, you know, have someone there to help her, you know, just support whatever. Mm-hmm. And so um, it went really well um, with all the makeup and everything. Of course, Malia made me cry because she said something really sweet. Malia is a, like a double zero. She's so small. She's so tiny. And I she gets it from Daryl, definitely. Right. But she's so pretty. And so they were doing her makeup and everything like that. And she got all done and she looks in the mirror and she goes, oh, my God, because she looks so different because you overdo it for photos. Right. And she said, Mom, I look just like you. Oh. <laughs> and I started crying the whole everybody's like oh my god you know because it's all girls and so you really get to feel super girly and I said well that's very sweet but I think we all know that's not true (laughs) (laughs) I'm like I mean I appreciate what you're saying but I mean I see some resemblance but honestly but they made her eyes like look really big and my eyes are bigger than hers so anyway but the photo shoot was amazing it was I was just sitting there going, it's so weird watching all of this go down because I can't, I couldn't pay my mother to do this for me. Oh my was- God. <laughs> we couldn't even get our mother to buy, buy our stuff. And I said, I don't know about all of you, but when I was a senior, it was go to Bill Smith in Roseville, get the black velvet wrap that everybody else had worn and put it on. And if you wanted to pay the extra $20 to get pictured in a shirt of your own, you could. That was it. Like, that I, was it. I had to buy my own announcements. And <laughs> yeah. and mom's just like, why the hell did you buy those for? Who are we going to send them to? <laughs> she, I just, know. I know. It's true. It's It was so different. It was so different back then. I don't know anybody. Honestly, I don't know any parents who sent announcements or I mean, maybe we just didn't know the right people, but here in where we come from, everybody knows everyone. So why would you do that? I don't well, know. I mean, announcements are made for like out of state family. You yeah, know, they want you to if they want to send a gift, and well, and it's got your picture on it, and mm-hmm. you know all that stuff. So and so, like, I think I gave one to grandma and. Right. You know, both grandmas at the time, I think they were both still alive. Yeah, and, yeah, for sure. You know, all that kind of stuff. But um, it was just so different. And I said, God, I go, are you kidding? I go, when I was when I was Malia's age, the the concept of eyebrow care wasn't even on my radar. So was was the makeup included with the photo shoot? Yes. Well, there's different packages. You can come completely ready and they'll just photograph you. But they don't recommend that, obviously, because photograph makeup is different than everyday walking around makeup right and so we now malia did get her hair done by her hairdresser earlier so we we decided not to have a hair person Mm -hmm. so she came they did her makeup but her hair got flat so the makeup girl was really sweet and she kind of did it for us which was really nice and then and that was that so then um tomorrow we're actually going to go and look at all the pictures and decide what we want to buy they're already ready yeah, because everything's digital now, so it's you just pick what you want, and then they'll she'll have them printed and sent to you or whatever. It's very very easy, but and it's obviously it's not cheap, but it's not you know outrageous where you go oh my god. But 
for me and you know daryl's so sweet to indulge me this is it this is our last one and there's no weddings on the horizon so it's like we can afford to do this let's just do it because i i don't i'm not going overboard because it's not like i'm gonna wallpaper my house with her photo but there you know it'd be nice to have one really nice one to hang up next to the one that i bought when Mackenzie had hers done Mm-hmm. And, you know, et cetera. And then we'll have a nice wall of all of our kids looking beautiful and young and it'll be nice. And so the one thing is the photographer's like, would you like to take some pictures with your daughter? You guys are, you'd be so beautiful. I'm like, absolutely no. not. <laughs> You're like, no, thank you. Thanks, but no. They're like, but you look so great. I'm like, nope. Again, I said, I appreciate. Yeah, it's like, I appreciate. <laughs> the coloring on that shirt looks so good on you. I'm like, totally get it. No, thanks. This isn't about me. <laughs> This is her day. I don't want to take away from that. I said that. I'm like, this is her day. This is not about me. They're like, oh, but mom. I'm like, I'm really going to have to pass. You're looking at Mackenzie. (laughs) No. Or looking at Malia. Malia. And Malia is just like, why are you guys even bothering? She's not going to do it. So anyway, but it was fun. And I just kept thinking, I'm like, gosh, so much has changed. And I'm like, I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing that we spend all this time and money on our children. But, um, you know, I, I don't really have any regrets. I just sometimes I think... You know, we just were in a different time. You know, parents are different now. You know, when we were growing up, parents didn't give a shit what you were doing or where you were going or anything. Now it's just like, where are you? What are you doing? Who's your friends? You know, planning everything every day all the time. But I wonder if it's because we're overcompensating for the fact that our parents gave two fucks about what we did and where we were. I don't know. Um, it could be that or, you know, they say, what is our generation, like helicopter parents or something? I don't like feel that. like a helicopter parent. I'm not like in her business talking to her coaches and teachers and all of that stuff. But I just I just feel like I do feel like sometimes it's an overcompensation of the lack of interest when we were growing up. But I'm not sure. I'm not really sure. Every every generation compensates for what they feel like they didn't have. So, uh, you know, I could just be out of love. I think that's part of it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think, I, I don't know, for us personally, I don't think we felt a lot of love coming from our home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so we just, you know, maybe we overcompensate because we love our children so much that, right, right. you know, it's just our nature to, you know, make sure that everything's okay because we love them so much and we would never we would never want something to happen to them that's true I always think about other people and I wonder you know it's like were we the only ones that had that opinion and now we because I know a lot of parents who are a lot like we are Mm -hmm. but I really don't I don't recall them having bad parents (laughs) but I don't know you know I remember I remember growing up thinking like everybody's parents was like that and then as I got older I realized like nobody's parents were really like ours and then well then i no. just then i just stopped talking about it because <laughs> no one understood no, no one could relate and i'm just right. like okay i'm like you know what i'm like maybe our parents were the only ones really like that <laughs> were you I, I i was telling um daryl i said do you realize how many times someone forgot to pick me up from school like I can't even tell, I can't even count how many times. And then I would call someone because a, uh, an administrator would come out and go, oh, is no one, we're locking up the office. And I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm still waiting. 
And she'll be like, would you like to make a call? And I'm like, yeah, sure. So I'll call someone. And I'll be like, hey, I'm still at the school. Someone was supposed to pick me up. And 30 minutes would pass, even though I could probably have walked to our dad's work from our school. Mm-hmm. Uh, there would be arguing would ensue between our parents about who was supposed to pick them up. And then some other random person would come and pick me up. Mm-hmm. Because neither one of them would indulge in picking me up because it was the other person's responsibility. And then eventually someone would be sent to retrieve me because neither one of them was going to budge. That's pretty much happened at least once a week growing up. I, I remember being left in front of the school and I was little. Yeah, I wasn't, well, we all were. I, I wasn't, you know, older. Mm-hmm. And I remember teachers walking out and kind of looking at me. And I remember trying to hide because I didn't... <laughs> I didn't want to deal Yikes. with the whole, like, are you still waiting for someone? You know, yeah. do you want to wait in the office? And I'm just like, no, I really don't. I just want to hide and wait for someone to come get me, you know? Yeah, it sucked, man. It sucked. It happened a lot. It happened a lot. And it was, when I tell people that, they're just like, oh, my God. And I said, yeah, I just, it was just super normal. But I now know that I can't even imagine letting my child sit in front of a school for two hours. Like, how do you even do that? Like, how does anybody do that? I don't get it. But yeah, I wanted to hide because I knew that if the school had called them, somehow it would have been my fault. (laughs) You would have gotten in trouble. I I would have gotten in trouble because they would have been pissed that the school called them and made them look bad in some capacity. So it would have been better for me just to hide on the side of the building and wait until I saw one of their cars pull up and then just hop in. It's strange that our parents wonder why we're not closer to them. Uh, you know, I don't think mom wonders that about me. I don't at think. Least. She, I think she. I think they both know very well why we why we don't visit. I posted. So you know how mom follows me on Instagram. Yes. I posted. Um, what did I post the other day? And she comments basically on everything that I yes. post, yes. which annoys me. But I know. Um, so I posted. Oh, how do I see my own things? Um. They said something about, like, um, they say that you uh, meet your... Oh, here it is. Studies show that you already meet your soulmate before you're 21. And I said, it's true. I did. But like all fairy tales, there's villains. We couldn't weather the storm. My heart still aches. Hashtag best friends. Jesus Christ, Paula. You are in a depths of despair situation. Funny thing, though, mom did not comment. <laughs> well, no, of course not. She's like, I don't know who she's talking about. Oh, bullshit. She knows exactly <laughs> what I'm talking about. Yeah, I this this whole thing you're going through is very painful to watch. I'm hoping that you bounce out of it soon because well, I'm hard sorry to I'm making everybody's lives uncomfortable. You're not making us uncomfortable. You're making me sad for you. I don't know what to do. I wish because I, I want to make it better. Be done. My life sucks right now. I know. But as someone who loves you, it would be great if there was something I could do. That's the thing. I feel yeah. helpless and I don't like it. It's all about me. No, I, I wish there was something I could. No, I just wish there was <laughs> there was something I could do. You don't even drink. I can't even buy you. I can't even get you drunk. Like there's I nothing I can do. It's hard. There's, there's nothing. There, there is nothing to be done. I just have to get through it. You somehow. do. And you know what? We all do. We've all we've all been through this. 
Um, okay, so to move on, and speaking of, um, I have been doing a lot of research on CBD oil because, uh, you know, I suffer from migraines, and mm-hmm. I don't really like the way the Imitrex makes me feel. It's not, it makes my skin hurt. You know, I just don't like it. It feels very chemically, and yes, it works, but you can tell that the, it's kind of like when you have, you know, when you're given morphine or something, and you know the pain is there, you just can't feel it, because they're blocking the receptors, your brain receptors. Mm-hmm. It's kind of the same thing with Imitrex. And so it's I, like, I, I don't really feel that. I just get a little sleepy is all. I know that the migraine is there, even though I can't feel the pain, but my physically my body is still reacting like I have a migraine, because for me, it's not just brain pain. It's like, I have a lot of weirdly weird symptoms when I have a migraine. So... um I was, I was looking into other options, and CBD oil is highly recommended for migraine. What it's do you been, do? Like rub it on your face or something? No, it's you, you, you ingest it. Oh, okay. So I finally found a place that comes recommended for CBD oil. The THC levels are nil, which mm. means they're not even high enough. It's like if I took a pee test, it would not hit that I was smoking pot or anything. So it's pretty minimal. So I ordered some, and I can't wait to get it. To see if it works. Mm. I don't expect it to cure me or anything. I'm just hoping it kind of at least eases some of the other symptoms that I experience. So we'll see. I'm really hopeful that because everybody talks about how great it is. And I've always been afraid to try it. So I'm going to try it. Hopefully it works. I don't know why you just don't smoke pot. I mean, you really have no reason not to. I don't want to. I just don't like the idea of smoking anything. Okay, eating pot then. Eat a brownie. Edibles are uh, chemically treated differently, and so you don't necessarily get the the benefits. So that's why CBD oil is so highly regarded. So I'm going to try it, and hopefully, you know, I'll try, you know, I'll feel, I'll I'll feel some kind of relief when I have a migraine. I think I probably will. But we'll see. I told Daryl, I said, we should have freaking gotten into the business. Are you kidding? People are making buckets of money selling yeah. CBD oil right now. It's crazy. Yeah, they are. So I anyway. don't know. If I wasn't job hunting, I'd probably be trying edibles or something like that. Yeah. Edibles are more, from what I understand, they're more hallucin- hallucinogenic in the sense it's like taking shrooms. They're oh, really, really, really strong. Yeah. I don't know if that's true or not, but... I've never, or the new I've thing is it. those gummies. Isn't that the thing that everyone's heard, talking about? Those gummy I have, bears? Or? I don't know if they're new, but I've definitely heard of the gummies, and I wouldn't mind trying those as well. That so we'll see. Fun. Yeah, let's have some. Let's have a gummy weekend. That'll be fun. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, knowing me, I'd have one and then start having a panic attack, and it'd last for four hours. <laughs> Probably. Because that's what happens okay. every time I smoke pot. I end up in a chair, you know, rocking myself <laughs> until I fall asleep. Well, whenever the, the the few times that I've been really high, I just turn into a cat. I just sit there and judging everyone, and I'm indifferent to others, and I'm just like, what the fuck ever, you know. So I, to me, it's like, oh, so it's just like a Tuesday. I watch so. everybody else take off their start socks and start, you know, running around <laughs> on the carpet and telling me how Ooh. weird it feels. Oh, my God. I'd be like, put your socks on. And then God. they're just like, doesn't this feel great? And I'm like, fuck you. Blech. I'm scared to death. <laughs> I'm like, how long is this going to last? <laughs> it's like, I'm when like, will I feel normal again? I'm like, someone squeeze me as hard as they can. <laughs> I'm terrified. Someone Call my mom. <laughs> oh, my God. That's hilarious. Uh Anyway, all right. Well, let's do our hugly and awkward moments of the week. Face edition. 
Okay, here's face. the face. Yeah, faces, because these are so funny. Um, the first one, my mom and I were at mass during the homily. I don't know what that is. Um, for the ca- my Catholic listeners, please let me know what a homily is. I don't know. I said catechism the other day, and Victor's just like, isn't that the school? I'm like, shit, I don't know. Catechism? I don't know. I'm not. Ca- I don't know the Catholic stuff. I don't um, know anything about Catholic. I should look up Catholic terms and. Oh, I'm sure you can find them. My mother and I were at mass during the homily. My mom sneezed and her front tooth implant went flying, and hit, <laughs> <laughs> and hit the person in the pew in front of her. Oh my god! Did they know? She quickly picked it up and snuck out of the service. It was awkward. I don't know. It doesn't indicate whether or not the woman knew or not. But I would think. If she if it flung and hit her in the back, I would imagine that she felt that. Although if you heard someone sneeze and then you felt something impact your back, I'd be concerned. The tooth would be the very last thing I would think. Oh, <laughs> I mean, I would think snot or something. But, you know, such a dummy. <laughs> whenever I hear thing, read things like this, I'm like, why didn't you cover your mouth or something? But well, you should cover your mouth when you sneeze. <laughs> OK, so. <laughs> I'm a complete moron. I'll just what? let you know. What? So I'm like, okay, homily. Oh, what is it? Unattractive in appearance. Unattractive. That's homely. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Dork. I don't think that's a Catholic term. Well, I thought for sure I was typing homily. <laughs> and then I realized, I'm like, wait a minute. I'm like, that's homely. <laughs> Oh my god! That's just like when I emailed someone trying to tell him I had a pussy-like substance in my eye. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, "A what?" <laughs> oh my god! Because pussy so and funny. pussy are smelled are smelled. <laughs> Otherwise, you need to see a doctor. Gross. <laughs> They're like, wow, your pussy really smells like pus. <laughs> Ew. Gross. Uh, then I oh, suggest religious... you stop licking. Oh, okay. <laughs> religious discourse <laughs> that is intended primarily for spiritual edification rather than doctrinal instruction. Okay, a sermon. I don't know. Maybe it was just the daily sermon or something. Teaching them something about something. Okay. 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 Here's the second ugly and awkward moment. This one, this is something that I would totally do. Uh, one day I was sitting at the bar alone waiting for my boyfriend to get off work when a couple came in and sat next to me. The girl was making this super annoyed face like, and then they show, <laughs> they show, <laughs> it's like an eye with one wink and then the sideways, like the backslash mouth. So it's like doing. Okay. Like, yeah. Okay. And I say, I know how you feel. Ugh. And, and I made the same face back. She looks at her boyfriend even more angry and said to him, see, she doesn't get it. I then realized she had Bell's palsy. <gasps> oh, my God. I died. I died. I was like, oh, my God. I would totally do that. Just, I would, just, don't, just don't talk to people ever. I would make the face and she'd be like, really? Fucking really? I have Bell's palsy. No, she'd be like, really? Fucking really? <laughs> oh, my God. When I read that, I was like, are you effing kidding me? That is so 
funny i would leave the bar and text my boyfriend and be like we're going somewhere else <laughs> we're never coming back to this bar ever again i'll meet you at home because you know here's the thing you know that boyfriend said honey no one's gonna even notice let's just go to the bar we'll have a drink things will be fine and then the first thing they sit down she's like yeah i know what you mean and makes the face back to her <laughs> i mean can you even i'd be like we are fucking leaving I'd be like, I'd go to the bartender. I'd be like, I'm buying their drinks. I'm paying for mine and I'm leaving. <laughs> God. It was so funny. I went, oh my oh God, that is my just God. so awful. The one time you try to be social, you know? Just don't talk to people up. You can't. You can't. Well, if you're awkward, you just can't do it, people. Just don't do it. Anyway. I thought you were going to tell me they were trying to pick up on her or something. No. Like no, Jesus. God, that would have been better. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't no. mind my girlfriend's face. Uh, my name is Steve. This is Quasimodo. And, uh, <laughs> she doesn't get it, Steve. <laughs> God. Oh, my God. That's ridiculous. Uh, my eyes are watering. That's so funny. All right. Well, anyway, those are the ugly and awkward moments. That's all I have on my outline. Good ones. Well, mm-hmm. I think then that's a wrap. Yes. Uh, hopefully everybody enjoys the rest of their week. Uh, encourage you to do some shopping at Amazon. Please go to uglytruth.com. Click on our Amazon button and uh, get some things for the summertime because it's, oh. it's getting hot out there, friends. What? Daryl, Daryl wanted me to let you know that uh, we have Mother's Day coming up and Amazon has a Mother's Day page. So you, we should start pushing Mother's oh. Day. Oh, OK. So uh, for you mothers out there or you motherfuckers or whatever else you are, mm-hmm. uh, start getting things for your mother. So go to UglyTruth.com, click on Amazon and go to the Mother's Day page get a jump start so that way you don't find yourself last minute going to Walmart or Target and getting, you know, chocolates and something with a pink bow and your mom, she'll know. She'll know. Well, yeah, gas gas station roses, everybody knows what those are. Or the the silver plated necklace that says mom on it that you got for (laughs) $12.99, you know? Trust me, I have a jewelry box full of them. Full of them. (laughs) So, in fact, I almost, I think I got two of the same ones one, you know, two years Mm. in a row. So, anyways, to do that, or ladies, please go over to lipandclip.com. Start picking out your summertime makeup. We have good bronzers. We have good brushes to apply the bronzers. Mm -hmm. Um, You can start getting your spring lip glosses, um, lighter eyeliners, no more black, and um, lighter eyeshadows as well. Oh, and by the way, thank you to all of you who are making purchases on lipandclip.com. We notice and we see you and thank you. We appreciate your patronage. Other than that, have a good rest of your week, and we'll see you on Sunday. Thanks for listening and sharing the show. See you next time on The Ugly Truth.